evening, good evening. It is the Couch Potato Sports Report. It's Mo Better here with T Bird and OG. OG, you look a little preoccupied there. No, I I was uh, deep in thought and deep in thought, and I uh, I got startled here. We were we were kicking it off. How deep. you doing, gentlemen? Good, good. Oh, yeah. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. I think our well, I know our local high school football teams are ready to roll tonight. Everybody's in action. Um, it's an exciting year. We've seen some some tremendous play um, from our athletes. Um, let's see. Uh, we know Cartersville has been rolling. I, I don't think they. I, I can't see there being any any challenge. They're playing Morrow. Not Morrow. I'm sorry, Alexander. Alexander. They're playing. Oh shoot, that's twenty twenty one schedule. I'm looking at. Come on, Mo. Oh my. <laughs> they playing Alatoona. Cass is at Drew. Uh, Daz was playing Raven County. Woodland's playing model. So, oh, we'll win. Model win. Well, uh, Woodland's one and one. Model's zero and two. That's not the point. That, that, look, I, I'm holding high hopes from my alma mater. Well, I, you know, I, I hope that uh, Woodland wins. Uh, if if y'all didn't know, and I don't want to make it news, but it's it's news in this area. You know, Woodland has a African American uh, head coach. And uh, that's the first one in these parts in football. So, you know, want to uh, wish him good luck. And uh, He's going to need it. Yeah, he's going to need it. No doubt about it. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think that most of us have kind of just really grown to love Woodland for their music program and their band. Great, and, and great we're, band. And we're okay with that. But it's exciting to see that, you know, hey, let's, let's actually give – um, ourselves a shot at being a serious program. So I want to see them win. I, you know, I think if all the, I want to see all the county teams win. Uh, I think that would be great for Bartow County. That would be, that would tell you what kind of talent we have coming out of this area. You know, not just Cartersville. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a purple hurricane, but you know, uh, for, for it would be great if they all won, man. Mm-hmm. I, I just at the same time, yeah. you know. But you know, Cartersville's still the cream of the crop in this area. Period. Yeah. Now you can love them, hate them, whatever you want to do, but all you got to do is look it up. Yeah. They the cream of the crop, and when you getting people from Woodland, Adairsville, Cass going to Cartersville because of their pedigree, yeah, they the cream of the crop. Yeah, I, I know there have to be some, some. There has to be some talent on the west side over over in the Woodland area. Yeah, so it is. Um, and, and we'd like to see them play for their for their home team. So yeah. who knows? You said they're one and one. Yeah, better, better than they were this time last year. Yeah, better than they were this time last year. Uh, just to go down here, by the Cartersville's two and zero. Oh, Cass is zero oh and two. Adairs was one and zero, oh, and Woodland's one and one. So you know, I'm it's gonna be wrapping up here uh, for long. But like we talked when we uh, talked about when we first talked about this last week. It's Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Friday night lights. It's football all over the state. It, it's just a, such a fun time to me uh, when, when everybody's going to the game. You know, it's just it's 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 that's a that's just a fun time. And when if you got a kid like my son played high school football, uh, you know, you going to the away games. You you know, you just you engulfed in it, man. And it's just a 
it's just a good time for me, man. I don't know about y'all, but I love it. I love looking at the highlights and all the scores on the news from all across the state. Mm-hmm. I just, I just love it. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's it, great these time. kids, the dedication and the talent is just remarkable. And every year you see it get better and better and more competitive. It's so much different from when, 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 when I played, right. When, when I played, you know, I played, uh, I graduated in 1981 for some, so from 77, 81. And I, I look at, uh, this is what winning does. Okay. When I played at Carsville, we didn't have a field house. You know, we dressed, we had, uh, our, um, uh, uh, locker room under the bleachers. Now, <laughs> when you win state titles, like a lot of these, uh, uh, schools and I'll say Cartersville in this area. Look at what you get. Mm-hmm. You know they their new field house is just out of this world. Can you put a dollar amount on how much a winning football program brings to their school? Yes. I, you know I I want to say, well I I want to say yeah I ain't, it's a lot because football is just like anything else it it's basically funding everything else, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, again, just go to the field house, go to, go to the new board. They got go to the new turf. They got, mm-hmm. you know, all the renovations to the stadium, all that comes from a winning football program. And the lacrosse team can just can thank them as that, well. Right? Basketball, lacrosse, tennis, Everybody can thank them because you know, you know, you got to figure some money in for them, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's just phenomenal. When I think about those guys, when they go in their uh, top notch weight, weight room now, they even got, okay. They got a nutrition area that the kids are in there working out. You can get anything you want in there for free. Anything. Wow. That's, that's, that, come on, man. We, you know, we was just happy to get the steak then on Friday night. <laughs> so you know, it, so it sounds and like, we had to walk across 41 to get to it. <laughs> so it sounds like, you know, we're starting early in terms of um, what to expect really on, on when you move to the next level, because I'm sure well, we know that college programs are, are take care of their players just as well. Uh, speaking of okay. college, you know, we've got we, we kicked the season off last night. Um, I watched the West Virginia pit game really good. Um, it was good to see JT Daniels or who of course used to play for Georgia, you know, really have a strong outing, even though they lost, but yeah, Thursday night, uh, thank you for the kickoff, but the, but the real magic begins Saturday, LG, um, what can we look forward to in this kickoff of the season? Yeah. So there's a couple marquee matchups. Um, there's the, I think it's the, uh, Gosh, is it the Allstate kickoff or something with Oregon? And and then the big matchup here that T-Bird will be interested in, of course, is Ohio, uh, Ohio State-Notre Dame. Mm. Uh, mm. Now, let's let's just be clear here. They're, right now, Ohio State is a 16-point favorite. And that just shows a clear differential between number just two paper. and number five. Yeah, it's just paper, though. Yeah, but, but T-Bird, this is because... Notre Dame is not in a conference. I I remember to our previous conversations, if they win their chances to make it to the playoffs, almost double. They go from 30% to 56%. Mm -hmm. So 
Whereas as Ohio State has a gauntlet of a regular season because they have a tough conference, they're, it's almost a, you know, it's a whatever game for them, but it matters to Notre Dame. And let's, let's be real here, 16-point spread, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I'd be willing to bet the farm that uh, it's going to be a blowout. Well, you know, uh, everybody um, is cheering against Notre Dame, and that's okay, you know. But everybody cries about, oh, they ain't in a conference. They've been like that for 100 years. Get over it. They're not in a conference. Okay. But their job is to go out against their opponent every week, I don't care who it is, and play the game. Mm-hmm. They ain't got no control. So I want everybody to get off. They not in a conference. Just forget about it. And, and just just concentrate on the game. If we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. And don't, oh, they ain't in a conference. And then if we if we do uh somehow beat Ohio State, I wonder what the words are gonna be then. Did you hear him say <laughs> he's already kind of pessimistic about it? If we beat Ohio State. I admit it's gonna be a tough, uh, a tough game for us. You know, we don't know. Uh we got a new coach, Marcus Freeman. Uh, all the reports I'm getting that, you know, he's having a great camp. He had a great camp with his kids and everybody, this and that. But, you know, it, it, this is going to be a new uh, obstacle for us this year. Um, so, you know, we we, we all got to wait and see. They, but I'm going to be cheering for my team. Are they rebuilding or are they just? No, nah, they. I, I don't think they're rebuilding. But, you know, you, you he bringing in a little bit different type of talent. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully he's going to get a little bit more high-quality talent than uh, old Blockhead did. So <laughs> so are they over – in your opinion, are they overhyped or are they legitimate number five? I think it's a little bit of that. Uh, they, they're they number five, and I, I said it last week and I said it. They're number five because they're Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and uh, that's just the truth. You know, Notre Dame <clears> – let's face it. When Notre Dame wins, it's good for college football. Period. It's good for you know why? Because the money flows through South Bend, and you know oh, okay. they want Notre Dame in the big games. TV wants Notre Dame in the big game. The the suits want Notre Dame in the big game. Now you don't have to like it, OG, but it's the truth. So Tibert, I I think it is a it, it hurts Notre Dame that they are not in a conference because they don't have now. It Look, don't hurt them when they making the money they making. Making money is one thing. And, That's what and, it's all about. And yes, I because they have that exclusive deal with NBC, we want them to have a good season. And, you know, people want to watch a, a winning program. No doubt about that. That gets ratings up. That gets everybody paid. But in that, in that occasional loss that they have in a year, maybe it, sometimes it's two, it hurt. In my opinion, it hurts their chances to make it to the, the playoff. Because they don't have a conference. I agree. I agree. But apparently they're okay with that because they can get in a conference if they want to. Correct. But they won't. And there's a reason why they won't. And and one of the reasons, too, is they probably waiting on the right conference that they feel that they need to get into. Well, we talked about this, I don't know, it was two months ago um, when, when we when I did my Tell Me Why I'm Wrong and, and I dropped some knowledge of it's financially driven. I mean, hundred percent, hundred percent. And because they don't have a conference, they really don't have to share that's some of right. that revenue where that's right. Where other teams would have to share it with the other teams in the conference. So they're, they're saying, okay, 
Uh, if we win, we keep all the money. If we lose, we keep all the money, basically. More or less. So, so, but they're banking that they're going to win and keep all the money and do it their way. So, you know, just, just stop worrying about the conference. Y'all just need to stop worrying about the conference and just worry about playing them. Okay. So, cause when you beat them, don't nobody talk about the conference. But when we beat y'all, everybody wants to. Oh, they need to get in the conference. They need to get in the well, conference. T- let's remember a couple of years ago in, in Brady Quinn era, who I found out that I have kind of a a friend that knows Brady. Went to high school with him, and so he was kind of a forced Notre Dame fan while Brady was there. Right. That was the last time that I can remember that Notre Dame was really relevant. And how no. can oh. you figure that? Because that was the the. The only time that they were in the big dance, the final couple games, man, they got their tails kicked on uh, national TV in front of the world. So, but they were there. Because they were overhyped and overqualified. They and- were in the game. They they went undefeated, did they not? Yeah, they went undefeated. So they were in the big game. They played uh Alabama. Yeah, we got beat. But what was where was Georgia that year? I don't They was at home watching the game just like you. That's what it was at. You know, I I think that it'll be, <laughs> I, it, I'm, when you said OG that we're talking about how lucrative that television deal is with NBC, and I think that I'm agreeing with you that that really drives their comfort in not being in the conference. That's but right. When NBC decides, you know what, we'd be better off to make more money with an Alabama than a Notre Dame. Then I bet you they'll real quick real quick to a conference. Okay. And and speaking of of one thing, Dex, and then I'll, I'll get you in. So a couple of rule changes, um, they, I guess, not just in football, but across the NCAA, the, the transfer portal, as, as it's referred to, um, effective immediately, the NCAA made made it easier for students to transfer more times during the year oh, wow. and made their scholarships kind of easier to transfer with them mm-hmm. for kind of the, the life of until they get their bachelor's degree or five years, which is a good thing. It, it helps, you know, kids get moved around to the school they want to be at that mm. much easier. But the big news, unanimously, of course, the um, the powers that be voted to expand the college football playoff to 12 teams mm-hmm. at the latest in 2026. But it was uh, strongly encouraged, in my air quotes, to uh, implement this in 2024. Because again, it's more money and it's, it's which I like it. I really like the expanded format. And that way we don't have to talk about the number five team that, mm-hmm. you know, when you get to 12, they've all kind of earned it. And so I like to see that we have more teams in the mix. Dex, what you got? What's a Notre Dame? <laughs> you know what? They're the biggest bandwagon team in college football. Oh, okay. They're the most nostalgic team you'll ever, ever. They haven't ever, done ever anything in 30 years, but, you know, T Bird still talks about them. Where's South Bend? Georgia Indiana? wins the national title after 200 years, and y'all just crack up. Now, look, you know, I'm not particularly, Georgia's not my number one team, but I think that there are some very valid concerns when it comes to Notre Dame. Oh, y'all just trying to team up on me, man. Of course not. No, we'd never do that. But I can handle it. Well, here's my thing about the the new expanded format for the playoffs. I remember when we first were trying to go to one. It was, oh, we should only have this amount of teams because then it it gets to be more than that and it's going to be too convoluted. (sighs) Mm -hmm. So we went to the four teams. Now it's, oh, we need more teams. But when it's paycheck, it'll be, hey, we need to go back to the 14 format before long because we just can't seem to make up our minds. Nothing's going to 
to be a um, a, a panacea. There's not, not going to be a magic fit for the playoff format. We, I just think we need to stick with one, let it be that, and stop tweaking and changing just, just like the wind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm curious why they ended up on 12, because then it almost seems like somebody's going to have to have some buys, mm-hmm. and like I'm sure that the scheduling plays in. Like, eight makes perfect sense, because, you know, one place it, it the math works. You think it has to do with bowl, bowls? I'm sure that's a part of it, because they've got to have a bowl to host it, and mm-hmm. they've got to be scheduled in such a way because that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, I mean, it's a month and a half long bowl season sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure coordinating all that is, is, you know, a huge effort, but it's just odd to me that it's, they landed on 12 teams just because somebody's going to have to have some buys. So, and, and speaking of bowls, but before we go to break, ain't you tired of, I'm so sick of, yeah. I mean, let's go to the, the fried chicken wing bowl. I just come the- on. I mean, I, I just, that's what they need to be revamping. I mean, bowls don't even, they don't even mean anything. They don't mean anything. And they're not even, they're not even a big draw. Some of these, some of these bowls. Right. And all you got to do is win six games to go to a bowl. Yeah. To be bowl. The Depends diapers, you know, magic bowl. I I just, just, if there's a sponsor out there, I mean, I'm sure they'll find a bowl. I'll tell you, you know, oh, maybe we should have a bowl. Yeah. The couch potato potato. sports report bowl. There you go. At the Mercedes Benz stadium. Look, let's, no, let's start long now. Hey, if you're going to go, go big. Let's make some phone calls, T-Bird. Let's let's get on it. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. We at least have T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Couch Potato Sports Report, Bo. It'll be the name of our Final Fantasy League. Nice. (laughs) Our Fantasy (laughs) Football League. Why did I say Final Fantasy? I don't know. Yeah, because you're into soccer. All right, folks. (laughs) Y'all stick with us. We'll be back here to talk about the Falcons after the break. Stay with us. You're fired, Dexter. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. live the episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. We are back here on. You pointed to me late now? Yes? Yeah, just watch the signal. Just watch the signal. That's all I ask. No audible. I hope call. you never direct planes in your lifetime. I know. I'm directing the next flight you're on. Okay, no. Stand on the ground. All right, folks. We are here live at Mission Row Studios, 6 o'clock every Friday. You can find us on Podbean. You can find us on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook. You can like, oh, Spotify and Pandora. No. Oh, the couch spot. Why are you you flying? I'm trying to tell you, it's Twitter. Twitter. Is that a the bird? Oh, Twitter at the couch spot. There you go, baby. We had a few before you got obviously, here. Obviously, yeah, hey. I missed the party. That's not. That's not. That's not soda. <laughs> that can. 
All right, so Falcons got their 53 man roster. Are you satisfied? Whatever. I mean, I'm on there too, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, let me tell you something. They, they, okay, you cut Caleb Huntley, you cut uh, uh, Allison. What's his first name? Quadri Allison. You done had him in your camp for three years. He was your third round pick, and he's still getting cut. I, I, your third round pick can't make your team and you ain't worth a nickel. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Uh, and then like we were talking earlier off the air, when, um, you get cut now. So they put you on the practice squad. If the ones they want to keep, I, I just think it's, it's too much going on. And, and you plan, don't don't get me wrong, everybody trying to make the team. And I I just don't understand how they how they do things today. And and then oh and let me switch. Deion Jones, you put him on IR. So that tells me you don't want him because he played in the last preseason game, but all of a sudden he got a shoulder injury. He didn't play but three downs. Apparently he don't want to be there, and y'all don't want him there. Um, I, I don't even understand that. You got a Pro Bowl linebacker. You, uh, he's been good. Maybe he had an off year last year. You telling me he can't play on your team? That's that's scrapping for players. Scrapping for players. T Bird, and maybe maybe I haven't been paying attention. I'll 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 take that, but. No major moves, no major signing. Just again. Well, they came to next year because they ain't got the money. Okay, well, uh, just none. Not even in the in the couch cushion somewhere. Uh, apparently not. I mean, they've done a lot of moving with players. I think the I, let me tell you, I think the offense is going to be okay, decent. But our defense is what's going to be the question. Like Dean P su- supposedly got the players that to fit his scheme. So we're going to see. I mean, you know, I, I just don't, how can you be such a hardball when you scrapping for players? Scrapping. What you think, OG? Yeah. Like you're Dion Jones, perfect example. He's he, off season shoulder surgery. He was on the, the pup with a physically yeah, unable performance. Right. Yeah. He played a couple of downs and now he's, he's on IR. So unless he re-aggravated it or did something, you just, you can't have that talent. Sitting, sitting, sitting on the sideline. You can't win games. Every team goes through injuries, but we haven't even played that game yet. Right, and plus you're paying him $20 million. Okay, he's going to play if he for me if I'm in the hook with him for $20 million. You know, I don't care if I like him or not. He's going to play for me. And 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 then he, uh, so after, you know, he got to sit out four games because he's on IR. So I, I think that they're trying to see if they can trade him or uh, make some kind of move to move him out when he comes back. So, OG, I'm I'm just I, I don't understand it. To me, uh, uh, Mo, that looks like Arthur uh, Arthur Smith move mm. because how blank he is. Yeah, how you gonna tell a guy like Deion Jones who was all world for how many years mm-hmm. and now? He ain't good enough to make my squatty team. Not even good enough, but you don't want him. Yeah, you that, don't. You, I you, do not want a, him. Stevie Wonder could see that that's the message that you're saying. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't. 
maybe I'm misinformed, but I don't quite see it that way. But I, I just, he's injured, you know, whether it's real or not. And, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, so then, then yes, that would, that would be speaking of, um, notable players from from the past uh calvin ridley was uh in in the news he had his house broken into he did and i, I mean no fault of his own of course it's kind of it was targeted um the, the targeting celebrities or high profile people but man that guy just can't catch a break lately it catch seems a break. He, it, it's 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 him shooting himself in the foot i mean of course no it's not his fault that his house got broken into but I, I feel absolutely zero sympathy Me too. for any kind of karma that's coming back on him for such a boneheaded, boneheaded decision. And I, and I'll say it, I said it then I'll say it again. He was talking to Julio. Mm -hmm. Julio had animosity towards the Falcons who only treated him the best. And he got in Calvin's ear mm -hmm. and you see what you're getting here. Mm -hmm. You see what you're getting. And and it just don't make no sense, you know. And I to, personally, I don't care if Ridley comes back or not. I don't, I don't know if I don't know if he will. I mean, you betting on on football? Come on, what you betting for? You already rich. Yeah. What you betting for? It's because he can. He 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 thinks he can. I think again, it's 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 important. And, and again, I, I don't know what we can expect from Arthur. Um, I don't expect much. I don't, it doesn't feel as if the, the locker room is cohesive. And so to me, when you have those kind of cracks, there, there are opportunities for folks like Julio Jones and Terrell Owens to kind of sneak in uh -huh, and get uh -huh. the ear of your players. Uh -huh. And then they not, then they no longer, um, see the, see the, they see the eye in team. Good point. So, yeah. I, you know, and again, that's, that's leadership. I mean, who's, who's the leader of this team? We, we're, we're still kind of going, who's, who's the starting quarterback? Are they going with Mariota? Yeah, they're going with Mariota uh, early. And I mean, I, I think it's basically going to uh, say if they go, if Mariota gets off to a great start, he's starting quarterback. If he goes, if we're like OG, I think we talked, if we're two and six, maybe seven at the halfway point, and then you might switch to Ritter. I think he's going to spot Ritter in, though. But, but, but therein lies the problem. Again, no true leadership. It's like, okay, yeah. we'll go with this guy as long as he's doing well. What kind of vote of confidence is that when you're kind of, you know? I know you I know you drafted a quarterback, but hopefully you bought Mariota in for being more than a backup. Hopefully there was a vision that the head coach had or the offensive coordinator had in terms of the type of offense that he can thrive in. And if yeah. that's not why you brought him in, you wasted money and we've yet again wasted another year and another opportunity to really make make build some momentum as a team. Yeah, and, and we're it's gonna we're gonna know real early if we're if we have a chance as a team or not, or you yeah. know, what we're made of because yeah. we have we have tough. four or five games that are really tough. Our schedule is tough this year. Mariota, you know, they brought him in to be the starting quarterback, and then they just happened to get get rid of. But, you know, Grady Jarrett is still a big uh, uh, leader in the clubhouse. Uh, you know, they re-up Grady. Uh, I, I, I'm glad that they did because you still got to have some some veteran leadership going on with that. And uh, uh, who else we got? We got Grady. We got uh, – uh, what's his name? The the left tackle, Jake uh, Matthews. So you know, you 
we only got 14 people left from Dan Quinn's uh, regimen. Mm. And that, that, that could be pretty telling on either the talent that supposedly Dan Quinn brought in because there's so many new faces yeah. that, you know, Dan Quinn didn't have the best last two no, years or so, yeah. but man, to have that many new faces, like just on offense, I, I mean, we don't new running back, new quarterback, new wide yeah, receivers. You, you I got mean, a whole new, on the list. You got basically a whole new battery. Now what we got to have is adequate performance on both sides of the ball on the offensive line, defensive line. We, we got to sack the quarterback and we got to keep our quarterback from getting hit so that we can run this offense that they've been talking about. You know, we got like six tight ends because this is a tight end predicated offense. So, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's, you know, they say they tied in the locker room mo. So it, it's, it all remains to Who be seen. They? Yeah, but everybody says that. Yeah, don't you have to say that? It's not that? like they're going to say anything different. I know, but I'm just telling you what was said. So so Kyle Pitts, I almost consider him as a big wide receiver. But he he, is, the yeah. reason they have all those tight ends is because nobody can block. They just need bodies to, yeah, to protect the quarterback. Yeah, but his, his offense is predicated to that. That's the way it was in Tennessee. That's where they had so many tight ends, and that's the way it is here. If you notice, when you look at us play, most of the time, we end uh, a lot of tight formations, double tight end and stuff like that. So, But I noticed in that last preseason game, now when we got in uh, in the red zone, we spread it out a little bit. And I was happy to see that. Every other team in the league do it while we got them bunching up, you know, spread out, create some space, and try to get in the end zone. So, you know, we're we, we going to see. But, you know, I'm ride or die. So I'm going to be right there with them. If we if we win and I'm gonna jump up and down. If we lose and I'm gonna cuss them out. <laughs> so. Typical typical T for fashion. <laughs> so hey man, I, I mean I call I it like see, I said. I don't I don't need that kind of stress in my life. I just need. What I, you mean I, to I, jump it up and down? I'm not going there with you today. Okay. Oh, you Ooh. mean the? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Watch out, not <laughs> In terms of. The type of football we all want to see. Like mm-hmm. last night when I was watching uh, the Pitt um, West Virginia game, it was back and forth. You know, there were some big plays, there mm-hmm. were some bonehead plays, but I enjoyed the game. I really didn't care who won. I kind of wanted JT to, to win just because mm-hmm. of the Georgia connection, but I didn't care. It was a good game. It was fast paced. There wasn't a play, then a commercial, a play, then a commercial, a play, then a review, and a review. And so I was satisfied as a football fan. I don't care if the Falcons don't win any games. I just want to see any team that I'm watching go out, play hard, make an effort. So at the end of the game, it's like, okay, you know what? You didn't win, that's, but you played well, or you did win. That was a hell of a game. Whatever, whatever it is, be consistent in the play. You're being played to play professional football. You're getting money. Yeah. So go out there and play. Don't I don't, I don't want to hear about, you know, hold oh, this person wants a new contract or wants to be traded. Yeah. Get out there and do your job. That way the product sells itself for us as fans. And, and, we, and, we, I and, agree. We, and we don't mind coming to watch or turn our television or wasting our time or spending time in front of a TV watching you play. You know, G? Yeah, that, that's a great point. I mean, Let's get 
all, all the players that we're going to sign, let's do it now. And then during the season, like you shouldn't have any of that going on, which I know they try to do, but it always drags on. And, you know, t- somebody's always talking about extensions late yeah. in the season. Um, the announcers. So, you know, they fill it in. And speaking of that, I mean, Russell Wilson just got himself paid. Yes, sir. What, what do you, th- what do you, what's your take? Hey, uh, you know, I, I think it's great. I think it's great for Denver, and I'll tell you why. Number one, you happy that Russell Wilson is the face of your franchise. Mm-hmm. But for the simple fact, he don't get in trouble. Right. He's a company guy, and he's a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he's going to represent, you know, your franchise very well. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about all that old crazy stuff that you get from a lot of places. And you got a chance at winning a title with Russell Wilson at the quarterback position. Here we are years later. You finally have a replacement for Peyton Manning. Yes. Finally. Yes, you do. Again, I can't remember the succession of quarterbacks that have come since Peyton, but now you give that fan base something to to really root for. So, yeah. I think it's been about 17 of them. It's been a lot. I think they had more than the Browns, which Browns has always set the standard. Yeah. Um, but but you can yeah you can build a team and you can win a championship. He's done that before. Yes. They've got Denver has a defense. I mean, decent enough. Defense. They got a defense. Yeah. They got offensive weapons. Let's see if Russell's the guy to, to put it all together. But he doesn't um, have to be the guy. He's getting what one hundred thirty five. He's getting one hundred and sixty five million dollars guaranteed. Guaranteed. Come on, somebody. And that's the third most most lucrative. That's the uh, third in history. But um, no uh, no drama with with watching film or anything no. like Kyler had for a minute there because they you know russell's gonna gonna put in the work yeah what do you say what, what are you gonna say go bronx so what what do you call uh you know like he used to call the, Seattle? the go hawks okay so he gotta come up with a saying for that you know go broncos or you know how he do just he hey he's the ultimate he's the ultimate chili yeah he is yep so all right folks stay tuned we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back and talk some tennis stick around Hey, this is Mo Better with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718.
are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. We've been talking high school football, college football, professional football. Now let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the ladies or the men, but particularly two ladies in in particular, uh, Venus and Serena Williams. Uh, they were back together for a doubles match. Uh, didn't turn out great, but started off good. Sir, Venus and Serena, particularly Serena, are are great for ratings for tennis. Uh, she is on a tear um, in singles, but tell me, I, I don't know. They're 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 in their 40s. No offense. I certainly want to see girls in their 40s do well, but did we really expect them to make a, a splash in the doubles? OG? No way. Look, we can cheer for them all we want, but in reality, I mean, their combined ages was, I, I think, was double that of their opponent. or it's something, <laughs> It was something crazy like that. And look, they've been around the game for so long. You got to root for them. Mm-hmm. But expectations versus reality, I mean, we, we really can't. Maybe they win the, the first round, but you can't expect them to go far anymore. Yeah. No, they done from last. They lost the first well, right, round. Right, right, right. But we can't expect them to, nah. to go very far. And you know we talk about Serena. <laughs> so we're talking about Serena, not her assets. Okay, we talk about Serena. <laughs> we you know already what? talked about that earlier. Yeah, me and Dex talking. <laughs> but Hashtag we clap cheeks. <laughs> oh my god. We talk about Serena being forty, but Venus is forty-two. Mm-hmm. You know we we don't think about you know Venus. Venus used to beat everybody, right? right. Including Serena, right? And then Serena just exploded. She did. So, yeah, you you know it's 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 been a great ride for them. Um, but you know the, the ship is getting ready to dock, and uh, <clears throat> and that's okay. I think Serena's enjoying uh, this part and soaking it all in. And she, like she said on TV last night, I ain't got nothing to prove. Nothing to prove, and yep. and, and she's certainly been inspired. Those crowds have been phenomenal. And it's mm-hmm. it's just such it's again, if you followed her career from beginning to end, it, it's so refreshing to see. When those girls first came on the oh, scene, man. they were ostracized. They mm-hmm. would they would they wore beads, and if those beads fell on the court, they were penalized. Mm-hmm. They, they everything they did, everything they wore was scrutinized and criticized. Um, but look at look at them now in mm-hmm. terms of the impact that they've had. And I don't think Venus is given enough credit um, right. because she was the albatross for Serena for she years. Was. You know, Serena could not beat her. And I, had she not developed her game to the point to beat Venus, mm-hmm. she would never have become number one. Great never, yeah, never. Right so let's let's while we're celebrating Serena and her accomplishments, let's, let's not forget the impact that Venus had as well. And, and I think because Serena is not trying to prove anything and there's no pressure on her, I think that played a part of why she upset um, in, in her second round match, the, mm-hmm. the number two rated player. Right. And, mm-hmm. and certainly that, that you know, number two players is, was struggling and a lot of pressure and very young. But Serena had nothing to lose and you just, you play differently when, when you're not holding back anything back. Mm-hmm. Excellent point. And Serena said that she said i hadn't played like this since 1998 she said you know in 99 i started having a target on my back and she's playing free she's happy she ain't caring about what nobody thinks she's she's done she's done it all she's the greatest ten female tennis player in the world 
That's that. They they said that she's the greatest female you don't to think this Martina Navratilova might have something to say about that. Well, you got to look at uh, you, the two different styles, right? Yeah. You know, and, and I guess if you add in the doubles titles, mm-hmm. I think may you can make an argument there. You might make an argument, but I'm just telling you what they said. I mean, I, I used to watch Martina and all of them play, so it's always argue, how you. Uh, it's always debatable. That's a good word, debatable. You know, people. You know, people that love Venus going uh, or Serena going to say her, and people that love Martina going to say. So it's all good. But Serena and them changed the velocity Absolutely. of the ball. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, these was missiles coming at you. And, you know, for a while, I remember when they first started, a lot of them women couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, they, they were com- used to country. They complained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, they hit it too hard. Mm-hmm. It was like country club tennis, and then all of a sudden you got, you got these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's club. right. <laughs> and, 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 it, you know, it's, it's more of a competitive than a casual kind of, you know, it it changed the game of tennis forever. Because a lot of these women now come up, they have to up their game mm-hmm. and the speed at which they hit the ball. Yeah. So I'm excited for these ladies. Uh, okay, question. You're excited. You love Serena. Yeah. Are you going to watch her tennis match tonight or the Braves play the, play the Marlins? I'm going to flip back and forth. That's the way I do. We when, I, when I used to have pitcher and pitcher, Mm-hmm. I would do it that way, but I flip back and forth. We need to get you a multi-TV setup, T-Bird. I got them. Okay. But, you know, that's in my man cave. So, you know, I'm going to be in the bedroom in my chair with my dogs and, you know. But I got to watch Serena when she hits that ball like that. And then. Thank you for that visual. That was literally (laughs) the only part he watches. That was it. (laughs) He's done after the you know, when, comes when up. When she hits that ball and that dress fly up, good God almighty. <laughs> so you didn't even notice that that was an ace. You just noticed it. It was an ace to him. It was an ace. Yeah. You know she plays tennis, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you know. Serena, Serena, Serena. My, my, my. Am I old enough to like listen to this conversation? I mean, it really, seems a little. I, I mean, just do think you need she, some privacy? I, I just, I just think she's a wonderful, wonderful uh, tennis player. Uh, again, really changed the game, and it's all good. She's ready to move on, and you know, and do and relax a little bit. I think I'm, okay, I'm okay if she loses tonight. Again, I didn't expect yeah. her. Look, we keep calling her the number two. I had a, a coworker ask me who who's the number one tennis player. And I was like, I don't know somebody with some name we can't pronounce. Yeah. It's like that for like the top ten. There are yeah. a bunch of people that we've never heard of. So it feels good as a tennis fan to be able to see the familiarity of of Serena, and it's going to be bittersweet because, again, that's been our connection to that sport for many of us, particularly as a black woman, mm-hmm. for the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, to, And I know we've got Coco and a couple other young players that are up and coming, but again... That were inspired by her. Inspired by her. She, they were the first. I, I can't mm-hmm. even... Um, you talking about the other girls? Who was the... There was a, wasn't there a black tennis player like back in the 80s? Yeah, you had her name? you had uh, uh, Serena. Uh, she she was cute too. Zena Garrison. Yes, yeah, Zena, she was also she was uh, Doctor J's daughter. Yeah, the Stevenson girl. Yeah, she was cute. Oh. She still played, don't she? I don't know. I just remember her being cute. She was cute, Doctor J's daughter. 
And uh, th- there's a, it seemed like it's another uh, black female that plays, but not. Nowhere near nowhere, the caliber. Yeah. Naomi. She's, 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 still, she's still playing. Yeah, Naomi, Naomi Osaki. Yeah. Yeah. She's dope. And the, you know, yeah, but they messing with her because they saying she got mental problems and all that stuff. She doesn't. She's they, just tired of their bullshit. They oxidize. What you ostracizing her? Oxidizing. <laughs> they messing with her. They 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 messing with her. <laughs> ostracizing her. You know what? Mm. I just have a feeling this is about to go off the rails. <laughs> to save us all, we'll take. A she break. the one that be doing the uh, bikini shots. Ain't that right? What? No, no comment. No one. comment. Yeah, no, Na- Naomi Osaka. Yeah, I remember. You remember her in a bikini? Yes. Of course you did. Of course he does. Y'all stick with us. We'll be back to talk <laughs> some NBA trade talk. Stay with- when shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. Oh my goodness. We're back here on the Capital Sports Report. If y'all could be a fly on the wall during these breaks. I'm so afraid that accidentally Dex is gonna leave the mic on. Oh my mic. gosh. We'd all be in we, trouble. We're, we're, yeah, we're we're all going uh, we're always we're already going to hell in the Oh, in don't say that, oh, baby. Really? Come on. Oh God forgive me. Yeah. All right, NBA talk a little bit. Um, big news this week. Donovan Mitchell traded to the Cavs from Utah. Um, kind of a big deal. This swings a little bit. Yeah. It automatically makes the Cavs, of all people, a, a contender. A beast in the East. It sure does. In terms of what they're getting, they're getting a, a great player who averaged 25 points, 25.9 points last year. Um, so, interesting it's development. Make, yeah, and it's going to make it hard on our Hawks. Uh, apparently that deal fell through. Did you know that? Did you know that the uh, the Knicks thought they had a deal in place mm-hmm. 
with the Cavaliers. They were sending R.J. Barrett wow. to uh, Utah mm-hmm. and two other players and all those picks. And uh, it fell through or either uh, they didn't uh, – You let's see. Utah – I mean, uh, the Knicks didn't get back to the Utah people. Something happened. It was just a long look – so he made that deal with Cleveland, and and uh, Stephen A. had a fit because he said, "My Knicks done let me down again." You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you gonna give up R.J. Barrett now, who who's an up and coming player, and everybody like him, Sandy, this and that. Yeah. But they, you know, you this this you know the Hawks were in conversations, and there was a couple of other teams that were in conversations with Utah trying to get him. And then when those talks broke down, they went to Cleveland. And, and they made the deal. That's going to make Cleveland uh, top-tier beast in the East. They're better than the Hawks now. Yes, they are. Yeah, and and they had a good draft. I mean... Th- they got so, a good team already. And and the Jazz gave up the... I mean, the Jazz got a lot of yeah. this, for the next, you know, five years or so. They got first-round picks coming out, coming out the wazoo. But they gave all... They clearly wanted to kind of rebuild and get younger and gave you know gave donovan to the Cavs in return for all that for all that youth Cavs want to win now yeah and so that's what made them the trade because the Cavs got youth other other places well you know why in the nba they give up a lot of picks because most of the picks don't make it anyway right so that's why that's the difference in the nba and the nfl you know when you get picks in the nfl most of them stick when you get picks in the nba you know you it's crap you it don't really happen but it, that's gonna make the Hawks, you know, it's gonna be a uphill climb. For, we got to get better to stay in the mix of things. Well, here's the thing: if they if they are peeing it down their leg just in trying to work out some trades, then we're already behind on, in a lot of areas. If you can't even negotiate getting somebody to come, yeah. How are you going to get somebody to come? You know, it's just, it's just, again, frustrating in terms of the way the front office runs and how it's just, it just trickles down to um, not really having basketball savvy. I mean, these executives get paid millions of dollars. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Take a class, you know, the online, something to, to figure out or, or pay somebody, pay some type of consultant to help you figure out how to navigate these spaces and really, truly, I mean, you say you want a better team. You say you're willing to do what it takes, but you really don't have what it takes to do that. So, hey, hell, beg, beg the player. If look, if I'm the new uh, GM in Atlanta and I see OG a top tier player in the league, and I know he can help my pro, OG, I want you to hunt, come and help me change the culture in Atlanta. Okay, everybody say, "Well, I want to," but I need you. You know, we're gonna pay you good money. Consider us, man. Come. I'm serious about this stuff. You know? You know the Lenny, Lenny, Lenny Wilk, not Lenny, what's his name? Lenny, um, Lenny Williams. Oh. You got Lenny Williams. Uh, yeah, Lenny Williams. What, what was that? What was his lyric? Uh, what was it? Me, 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 me. me. Okay. okay. Well, how was Just, it? Oh. <laughs> I no. know what it is. I'm not telling you. So like that. if these other teams can can get these star players, I mean, yeah. their max deals are out there. Every any, you can get a max deal at, at several teams. Yeah, it's just picking the city that you want to go to. 
like that's a great point too but what on top of the max deal can your city your program provide to attract those star players and why are we doing it well again i just you know everybody want to use the professional approach you know and play the little cat and mouse game <clears throat> hey magic look i need you i'm i'm, I'm trying to build something special just have a damn conversation with him i'm trying to build something in atlanta i want to be uh like the lakers i want to be like uh the the golden state warriors but i can't do it if i don't get no good players you know what you made a good point there og of course it's, i did it's what, not... what was it uh, what the hell am i saying over here i didn't make no, no good point well but here's the thing it's about yeah why aren't they selling the city you know don't, don't, i'm sure don't, they are they can't they can't be because if you're selling the city in other areas, in entertainment, um, in Big time Atlanta. It, 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 Everybody Atlanta, Atlanta, in, in the tech industry, Atlanta is be fast becoming it's one the of the premier places. Yeah. So quit trying to sell them on Trey Young and sell them on Magic City or something, you know? I, I would I would <laughs> think that they're doing that, but you got to have other players that they want to play with too and and you've got to have a name to get other players it's that's well, you the got start Trey. so but so you got Trey. so yeah. you need one more good player and then that'll get another that, one and hopefully. that's how those big three things start you got to start with one and that'll attract the uh, the next one and then, and then it's a compounding effect and then the next thing you know you got the you got the gold state warriors of of the early you know so you can be teams. in the conversation so you can this when you do all that if you'll notice they show the same basically the same highlight reels of the same teams on ESPN, don't they? Night in and other. For you to get in that, you got to have some of those players. So you got to have a Jimmy Butler. You know, you you got to have a, a, a Steph Curry type that, that cause if it pisses me off so much because when we win, they'll show us, but they'll show Golden State for two minutes. But they'll show the Hawks for 50 seconds. Even when we win. And it pisses me off because I'll stay up trying to see that on ESPN and they'll interview Steph and them. Steph and them can dance all damn night long on the court. They'll interview them dancing and then they'll talk to Trey Young or John Collins for three seconds. I'm sick of that. And so you 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 gotta sell the whole thing and we gotta get in that in that realm of the teams and that they want to show in every order night. to be relevant you've got to be relevant and you've got to win games and you've got to have the personality and i don't know if trey's come out you know developed enough to have that personality develop have you seen yet. his last commercial uh the one with uh yeah chris paul yeah no what? not state farm it's, it's some kind of mountain dew some kind of drink uh-huh. I, I I couldn't even he, finish watching the whole thing. He awkwardly stood he just yeah. stands there. Like let's see some personality. Well, Trey. I think that'll come. I mean, like you say, even with you that you got it or you don't. That, what well, even, even even Michael Jordan, even LeBron and James in their early day, when they were awkward, they were they were still a magnetic personality. Yeah, they because Mike didn't do a lot of talking hell. They just showed him jumping over everything. Do you not remember the Caterade commercial? Yeah, but he didn't talk. It was just saying to be like Mike. I want to be like Mike. Then I go Mike flying all over. Then the little kids and then Mike dribbling the ball, doing all the stuff. He Mike. He ain't got to talk. What, is this, what does this look mean, Dex? I want to get back to the Magic uh, City conversation. 
Yeah. Like, and do, she said we, it. We didn't, right? Do we need to get like like the cheetah to come on <laughs> yeah, down? Yeah, I mean, yeah. VIP pass I'm or saying, something. I, mean, I got some singles. I'm just saying, some free yeah. lap dance, something. I got some yeah. singles. I got some quarters. But so quarters. all these all these big cities. I mean, yeah, we could talk. about Milwaukee is is a big city these days. I mean, all the the you got to get some. Well, you got to have something more than really just Milwaukee oh, the, is small market. Mm-hmm. It but is Giannis. Made them seem like exactly. they're big market. Exactly. exactly. So that's what I'm saying. We got to get those type of players some kind of way. But he's had, he has a personality. Who? Giannis. He's got a big personality. He does. Uh, is it? Yo, yeah. yeah. He talked pretty conservative to me. I mean, look, an interview in the locker room is one thing, but he's got personality. Yeah. So... We we need a little bit more so that it, we can start to compound and get all these you know get all these these things to flow in motion. We got to get one one more name to go with DeAndre and and Trey. That's that's a force. Mm-hmm. And I think I think John John Collins got a big personality. We need a weirdo. No, we don't. We need a weirdo. Well, let's see. We got Is, one on there somewhere. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Who? I mean, is, me. is is KD or Kyrie still available? I Shit. I mean, excuse me. We, we don't... <laughs> Come on, T. If, we if, don't need no, that. No, no. That, we but, don't but need that's that. what we're talking about. If Kate, if there was an opportunity to bring Kevin Durant to the Atlanta Hawks, oh, yeah, we need to try. get it done. Now, yeah, but yeah. We already have Yollywood. Oh? Yollywood. All these movies made in, in Georgia, yeah. there's movie stars left and right. Come yeah, but on, you, man. But your team got to win to, yeah. You got to win the big games. You know, when, when you on national TV, not badly sports, but when you on national TV, you must win those games. Yeah. You must. And you can't be a play in to the to the playoffs. Yeah, you can't be a play in. You you you, you know you got to win the big nationally televised games yeah. because that's what. That's why the, the the stations will want to bring you. They got a good rent, you know. Do you wish? Record. Do you wish we that Donovan Mitchell was coming to the Hawks? I would have loved to have. I think he would have been a great fit for our team. I really do. And uh, so hopefully, you know, they got something working because I think they truly trying to build. I know y'all don't like Murray, but Murray's gonna be nice. He's gonna be a nice fit. You keep saying, yeah, you see. this boy is nice. That's just because, see, y'all not basketball fans. Y'all don't watch it the way what? I do. You, we we talked about this already. I'm, tra- tra- I'm just trying to tell you. You didn't know about DeAndre Murray? I just said I didn't know about him. I just said I wasn't impressed by him. I was impressed by him. That's all that matters. You just five minutes ago were talking about DeAndre, and, and were you talking DeAndre Hunter? No, Murray. Okay, okay. just clarifying here because you made What's some comments name? about DeAndre uh, Hunter What well, DeAndre year. Hunter is nice, but hell, he can't stay on the court. Every time you look around, the, 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 the damn it got a bomb knee or a shoulder or he fall down, then he out for five games. I mean, you can't have that. Right. I'm just, just clarifying. Play, right. man. Just, them, just clarifying. Back in the 80s, them boys played every night. Every night. And and, and, then, well, listen, and let me tell you about another cat. Oh, uh, what's the one that uh, set out all last year and he won the title with uh, with Toronto? Come Kawhi, on, bro. Kawhi. I'm sick of Kawhi. What's wrong with you? You don't never play. Well, if he came to Atlanta, I'd take him. I'd 
take him too, but <laughs> but he don't never play. I'm gonna start calling you the win because you change like the win. Yeah, I change when it comes to trying to win. Right. But see, if he in Atlanta for me, he playing. We're gonna take a break, y'all. We'll be back to talk some Braves and tell me why I'm wrong. Stay sit, with us. Sitting out all year, but that's what Ben Simmons. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports, from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday, 6 p.m. live, the episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. Here on <laughs> Capitalist Sports Report. Sorry. Read the room, T Bird. Read the room. All right, guys. Let's talk. We, of course, we've got to talk some Braves. Um, Spencer Schrider had a had a historic, 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 historic night. Sixteen strikeouts, which yeah. is a new record for the Braves, um, and went over the Rockies. So impressive. Just. It's really exciting and pretty nice, I must admit, T-Bird, to see some Braves really um, get recognition for what really is, well, their great individual efforts uh-huh. um, that we're seeing um, for this team. What do you think? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I I, just, I love it. I, I Spencer uh, Strider pitched a great game last night. Went and Snit actually let him pitch eight innings. I wish he, I wish you would have let him try to get the complete game, but no, 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 no. You you can't be saying that because because you went all off the deep end when when the Dodgers did same thing and oh the young player and let's pull him out. No, no, Andrew, no, 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 no. You go again, OG, talking out the side of your neck. Where do you get this stuff from? You just come I get out it of from you changing like the wind. No, you don't. I did not change. You, I who, always who was, wanted. Who was the pitcher? And, and they I took wanted him out. That was um, Kershaw. Yeah, remember that. And and Strider's a rookie. No, I I, I won't listen. You see, don't talk about <laughs> stuff that we talked about two months ago. Oh. <laughs> but I want I want our pitchers. They need to go deep. They need to go deep. To, he, you know, he went eight innings. I want him to try to let him get a complete game if you can. 
You oh, know? so he wears his arm out. That's why we have a closer. Lord Jesus, just be quiet, OG. I oh, just, I, I can't reason with you, man. I can't reason with you. You can't reason with common this sense. This ain't tell me why I'm wrong yet, now. <laughs> so, but but it was good, and uh, I think my, you, you you saw Money Mike go deep again. You saw Austin Riley go deep again. You know, we didn't have uh, the spread. Uh, we, we, you know, Dansby got another big hit. Dansby been clicking all year. Uh, so we 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 are playing good baseball, and this is what's surprising right here: the fripping Mets beating the Dodgers. That's what's pissing me off. This, we were supposed to at least make up a couple of games because you figure the Dodgers gonna beat the Mets, but that's baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the Mets won the series against LA. So you know we we just got to keep handling our business. Uh, and 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 keep winning. Can't worry about the other games. But uh, Spencer Strider, candidate for Rookie of the Year. Michael Harris, the second candidate for Rookie of the Year. Uh, if it's me, I got to go with Harris, the second, because not to take nothing away from Strider, but because when we brought Michael Harris up, our whole shift changed. This boy looked like he'd been playing center field for ten years. At the plate, he gets better deeper in the game. How many rookies you know do that? Come up with big hit after big hit deep in the game. Go back to that home run he hit against that pitcher, Scott, in Miami. It's been a few weeks ago in the eighth inning. Uh, I think it was it was either no score or we were behind. Hit it a mile to right. Just, just, this guy's just quality. Vaughn Grissom, quality. Just looked like he'd been playing forever. Were you surprised at Strider's um, strikeout record? Looking at some of the the famous Braves pitchers of the nineties, like that was Smoltz record. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, that was Smoltz. Yeah, with Smoltz, Glavin, and Maddox, and even Steve Avery, like yeah, putting up sixteen and setting the break. Like that is that is something to really be impressed with because of the caliber of the Braves pitching. Yes, and yeah, that unfortunately we the Rockies took one game in that series, so yeah. we, we you know. Cardinals, I mean, we won one. We should have swept the Cardinals, actually. We we led in every game. We we had a chance, but yeah. we, we kind of let it slip. Yeah. And the the Mets, to their credit, did not. I mean, did they not. That's right. they they kept the, the distance, which is exactly what the Mets need to do at this point. Just just stay, just, you know, survive in advance. Survive. Right. And it's gonna. I I think it'll really come down to that second to last series of the year when when we play the Mets in that those final couple of games. We got three games left with them, and uh, we 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 really need to be no more than two games out. I don't like us being at three, but if we can get to two, maybe a game and a half, and if we play well against the Mets, then we can you know overcome them. And I'm gonna tell you. I don't like us in a three-game series in in the wild card. I just – I love my team. I think we are a very good team, better than last year. But I just don't like us in a three-game series. We need time. We need the, the seven-game series to be able to make adjustments. And Because I'm afraid that if somebody catches at the wrong time in a wild card game, you know, our season's over. Because you y'all know how we do. Hell, we'll get 13 runs on Monday and we might not score one on Tuesday. You know, and I don't like that in a three-game series in the wild card. But you know, you you, know, you get in it, 
in the tournament, it's everything starts anew and you go from there. But overall, we are playing good baseball. Overall, pitching is great. Uh, let me ask y'all this, Mo. Kenley Jensen, he worries me. He worries me. Uh, I like to pick up. I still like to move. But Kenley, you can't come in the game walking that first batter. Right. You cannot do that. What happened the other night? We up 3 none. He comes in, walks the first batter. The other guy hits the damn home run to uh, New Orleans. So, you know, you cannot do that. And that's what worries me right now about Kenley. He's not uh, totally in there. Last night he got a good – came back and everything went good. But when you get in the playoffs, you can't have that. Well, here's I here's close. a question for you, OG, because I know what T-Bird is going to say. <laughs> and you see um, we have not – have we won a series against the Mets all year? Yeah, the, we yeah, won the last one. The, the last, last one, one when it was here. Yeah. Um, and the Mets are up on the Dodgers. Are we in denial about how good the Mets are? I think we are. And looking at the the schedules, the Braves have a harder schedule leading up to that last series. And so I I really think the Braves need to be up to maybe three games to really have that cushion and and be safe. Mm Because if we're down, we play play harder to Mets play the Marlins a couple times Mm -hmm. and they, they play the Giants, I think. We have the harder the harder road, and and we're going to be likely still down a game or two. It just makes it that much harder to uh, to win, to come out come out first. And you know the last game of the season, there's not enough games in that last and those after that to to make up for it. Yeah, and you're right, Mo. I think we're better than the Mets, but we have to play better than the Mets. You know, on paper we're better, and and. But it seemed like when we played the Mets this year up until this last game, the Mets were getting the big hits. They were getting the blue pits. And and we weren't. And you got to do that. So uh, I think our pitching is a little bit better than the Mets, except for DeGrom and, and Scherzer that they got. You know, okay, this is why you got Charlie Martin. It's time. It's Charlie time. You need to be Charlie. You know, whatever things you was balancing, you got the show. Now, we might get Soroka back. So, Soroka pitched uh, the other night in Gwinnett. Everything seemed to come out good. So, you got to think, you know, Soroka could get a start in the playoffs. So, that's going to give you some breathing room, you know. You got Strider. That's going to give you some. And then if uh, uh, Freed is on his game, and you get a you know a good solid five six out of Charlie, and we score some runs, you know. But you got to get that. I, I think the key difference though is if he's on his game, like yeah, yeah. like it, we're very streaky. So when when we're on, we are on. We are on. But, we're on the best teams. In but you never have to worry about Degrom or Strasser about you know being on or be, like yeah, you know they're consist. consistent. They're and and consist. I think that's what worries me that we're leaving that door open. I, I agree. I agree. I. I so you, you know, agree. You agree. Let's let's see if that tide changes. OG, um, <laughs> the floor is yours, sir. All right, T Bird, get ready here. Stretch a little bit because I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna drop some knowledge here. <laughs> if you want to make, we're gonna talk NFL safety a little bit. Okay. If you want to make NFL safer, you take away the pads and the helmets, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you why, because. Helmets 
have changed a lot over the years, but they are now a concussion multiplier, not a safety, you know, a safety, um, you know, safety gear. If you want to, if you want to look at what that looks like, football with no pads, there's several, several ways to do that. One, there's what's called the A7F or A7 football league, where it's seven on seven, no pads, full contact, hard hitting. But when you take away the pads, you tackle the right way. Um, instead of leading with the crown of your, your head and making that big hit, rug, look at rugby and look at, at some of these non-football, you know, non-football leagues, you tackle with your shoulder first. There are still monster hits in those leagues, but it's safer because you don't have that kind of that weapon on your head to use as a helmet. And look at, look at, I still remember it vividly. The Vontez Perfect nearly decapitated AB uh, a couple of years ago. And that was, I mean, led with his head. If you look at the concussions, just comparatively, 275 in the NFL, not last year, but two years ago. The same time at, in rugby, international rugby, so there's a lot more games, there are 17 in the entire international circuit of rugby. You want to see a real man? Watch rugby because those boys go at it hard. No pads, but they tackle right. Tell me why I'm wrong, T-Bird. I'll tell you why you're wrong because don't nobody want to see that shit. That's why. <laughs> you don't want to see... What, what specifically? You don't want to see somebody concussed? They, that's going to slow the game down. Slow. Yes. That's going to slow the game down because you crazy to run full speed and try to, I'm gonna hurt myself trying to tackle you with no pads on. If you if you lead with the shoulder, T, but like you're yeah, supposed you to, gonna, yeah. that's what NFL coaches preach now. I know, but you're gonna you're gonna uh, you're gonna try to tackle right. True, but don't nobody want to see that. Part of the whole scheme of things is the design of the helmets, the way the uniforms look. All of that's that's, that's marketing. That's marketing that's right. and sales. And you got to have that in the NFL. Who in the hell wants to go to a hundred thousand, a million dollar stadium at Mercedes Benz and go in there and see a damn backyard football game? It's not back. The hell they're, they're, it ain't. You can still have a jersey on T Bird. You can still have the market, but the pads. There's no advertising on the pads. There's no I, advertising people, on the people helmet. People want to hear that crack when you hit somebody. Well, that crack led to 275 concussions. They don't care. They don't care. No, the no, they don't care. The people don't care. Sure. If you think the NFL care about them concussions, that's bullcrap. Because, and do you think if you talk to damn near every NFL player in the league right now and they'll tell you, uh, would you change it? No, you know why? Because they're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game that they love and they will take the chance. That is true. Let's look at all the stuff about CT and look at every veteran they player. Don't care. Yeah, that's that's true. But ten years, fifteen years, twenty years from now, I I damn sure bet they do care. They you think care them, but you they think Junior Seau cares? They don't care now. They don't but because of the money, Drew. You missing I, the point. And it's not gonna sell to go and watch a damn flag football game. T Bird. You're missing the point. I'm you want to you want to make the NFL safer. You take away the pads. Period. Okay. We the got, NFL. We got some dissent from the uh, from the board. Uh, OG's mom says the mothers and wives of the players care about the concussions. 
T-Bird, it's not about the money. We're not, don't even think about the money. It's NFL safety. Look, I care about the concussions. Oh, you, you care? Do? What? Are yeah, you sure? I don't. You don't. All you care about is that boy catching that pass and the big no, hit. No, I you do. Be entertained. Listen, listen. And 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 OG's mom. Uh, that was a very good uh thing that you said there. But but no, <laughs> I do. I do care about the concussions. But what I'm trying to get y'all to understand is they've interviewed players and asked them, even with what's going on now in the league with the concussions, the CTE, the people dying at the end of their career, would you change a thing? The majority of the players say no. But the way they combatting it is, is they'll play in the league two or three years, maybe four, and they'll retire. A lot of them are starting to retire yep. early. They, they want to make their money and they want to get out while they can still think. Andrew Luck is prime yes, example of that. Yes, yep. yes. So, but the majority of the players say they, look, I love this game. I make a great living in it. And I would you would I do it again? Yes. If you ask those same players 10 years from now, I bet but, the, I bet the answer is different. But you're missing the point, OG. No. You're missing the point. They asking them now. Yeah, when you sitting there, you can't remember your name. Of course, you're gonna say that. But right now, while you can remember your name and they paying you twenty five million dollars a year, you want the money. Yeah, you can still get the money and just not wear pads and be in a safer game. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't see rugby being any less entertaining because they don't have shoulder pads and helmets. It's still Do you watch rugby. It's, it's not okay. If, if you were, cold. yeah, but, but there nobody are plenty of people that do. do no, you it, rugby, rugby is more of a popular sport than football is. Let, let's just get that out there. In the United States, no, no, football no. is number one. That's right. So you're not gonna okay. We got the Atlanta rugby team, and we're gonna bring them to Mercedes Benz. We've how talked, many people you we've think talked are about have? this? We've talked about choice. Sport choice is very. We're spoiled here in America. Here's, and here's the thing: it other, is what other, it is. Other countries have sense enough not to play such a dangerous sport. It really, it really. But at the end of the day, it's just a violent very dangerous and almost stupid sport that we yes. really, that we really you watch. lead with your you hit somebody running as fast as you can them running it's like a car accident leading with your head it, it is are you gonna watch the game on saturday yes T-Bird. okay case closed <laughs> no that's that's not the point that's but, but but you're gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it are regardless you gonna, you, am but, i am i gonna rush to get home to watch the Atlanta rugby team. Hell no. That's not what we're saying here. But I'm selfishly, my fantasy football team is going to be based on some of these injuries. And I want my players to play. And if they have less concussions, they're going to play more. I'm telling you why you're wrong. It ain't going to never go. What you got there? Uh, People want to see the violence. I, uh, I think it would really open up the market a little bit because then you're going to have celebrity barbers cutting in their hair, you know, the emblems in their hair. There you, You're going to have the temporary tattoos. You're going to sell a ton of those. Like, this is like, I Black was a big thing a couple years ago. Like, if you shave your team's logo in your head, that is going to be gangbusters. Dude, right I am, I'm, I'm calling my I broker I'm now. just going to tell you, I ain't going to watch that. T-Bird. I'm not going to watch T-Bird, that. I don't care. And it's about uh, 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 25 other thousand people that ain't going to go watch it either. T-Bird, it's safer. End of story. It's safer? I give you that. But you ain't gonna fill up Mercedes Benz Stadium to go watch some damn rugby. Tiber, it's no different than than the uh, than the the Pro Bowl. Those players are out there half half. I don't even watch 
watch the damn Pro Bowl. They ought to cut it out. Mm, got him cussing tonight, OG. Good one. Good one. You done brought the Stephen A out of me tonight, OG. <laughs> I, right, I rest my case. Any final, any final thoughts, gentlemen? Drop the knowledge. Uh, hey, there. go Notre Dame. I want to oh. beat Ohio State. I'm going to be watching college football. Uh, I'm going to be watching some high school football. Hey, it's football weekend. It's football fall. Fall weekend. in the air, baby. Enjoy, enjoy. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.